Blog Talk Radio. And we must see that everywhere is war. Motivate, observe, indicate, elevate. It's time to cultivate your mind, safe move. Motivate, observe, indicate, elevate. It's time to cultivate your mind, safe move. This is your man, Brother Insight, back with another edition of Fruit Fast Radio, Fruit Fast Radio 3. We got a dope, dope show planned for y'all tonight. Uh, Minister Inky may be joining us a little later. As y'all know, y'all been on Saturday TV, now with the brothers up in New York promoting the Evolution Conference. Uh, so hopefully he'll join us later on in the show. But I'm very, very excited to have my dear sister, my dear friend, joining us on the show tonight, Sister Abundance Child. She... um is 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 in my opinion a trailblazer when it comes to the the food and, and and the way we promote health and and how we should be eating as melanated people. I think she stands alone, uh, definitely a trailblazer and a sister that I've learned a lot from. You know, being on the road and seeing her lecture live uh, to the people and give out her great information. She definitely stands alone, and she's definitely one of the best out there to do it. Uh, you guys saw. The conference with our Hebrew brothers and sisters uh, this past Sunday. Inky had it on Inky TV. The sister had it. I was happy to be able to check it out. Sunday just sitting around the crib and had the computer on and was watching the conference, and she killed it. So you're going to be hearing from her in a few minutes. But just to let you guys know, the number to call in for any questions or any comments, we're on day 23 of the fast, y'all. we got 17 days left to go, and uh, hopefully everybody's doing good, and hopefully everybody will finish strong. I know Abundance is going to give us a great deal of information and knowledge as it pertains to the fast, different meal, um, you know, options and different things that, you know, she can teach us on how to uh, make it through the end and finish strong. But uh, the number is 619-393-2813, 619-393-2813, press 1, and we'll get you in queue. That way you uh, can get any questions that you have uh, addressed to the sister or make any comments, let us know how the fast is going for you. If you've got your family and friends doing it with you, just share any information that you want to share as it pertains to the fast because this is you all show. We know a lot of people from the 40-Day Fruit Fast group 
uh, listen to these shows, and you guys always have great, you know, information and dialogue. We had Iris on the show. Brother Darren is helping out with the workout. So this is you guys' show, so make sure any questions you have, don't hesitate to press 1. Uh, shout out to Sister Rhythm, who's holding the switchboard down for me. And um, we're going to go ahead and bring in our, our, our dear sister, our dear friend, Sister Abundance Child. Peace, beloved. How you doing this evening? Peace. I'm great. First off, How you guys before doing? anything, we're doing great, man. We're doing great. First off, I just want to say great, great, great presentation on Sunday. I was like, I was like, I shouldn't be surprised because, you know, I was only on the world with her. You know, we did Ohio and Chicago, and I got a chance to see the sister up close and personal. But I was very, very um, – it felt good to see – I could see your growth as far as speaking because I know a lot of times we try to pigeonhole you to being a chef and, and being in the drop squad kitchen, but people that truly know you know that you're you're more than that. So I was just surprised – not surprised, but I was just happy to see the growth as far as your speaking and the lecture was going because Sunday was powerful. That was probably the best lecture I've seen you present. I was so proud and um, really? just, just happy wow. to see that, that – <laughs> Yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah, because, well, the thing is, see, and, and 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 see that right there is a sign of a great speaker because I know a lot of times speakers are their their worst critics. So I'm pretty sure you might have been hard on yourself. But me, just being in the in the in the general public watching, I really enjoyed the information. It was great. It was sound, and and it was actual. It was things that we can start applying to our lives. So I just wanted to shout you out on that first and foremost. But uh, so just let us know, man. We miss the show. We miss you not doing your shows, but we know you're busy doing so many other things. Before we get into Fruit Fast Radio and the Fast, just let us know how has Sister Abundance Child been doing since we haven't, you know, been been hearing you on your show on Thursday nights that we all just greatly miss. Um, well, first of all, I would like to say that Drop Squad Kitchen is actually a marketing brand for the real brand, which is Abundance Child, but um. When you're on Blog Talk Radio, when you're blessed to be a part of, like, one of the only sisters in House of Consciousness, um, traveling with brothers like Ali Muhammad, um, you know, Minister Inky, yourself, being on panels, and I'm, like, one of the only sisters. Right. It's difficult. So yeah. a lot of the information that's presented in these places are, it, to to most people, it seems like they're ideals. And people always have follow-ups, like, how do you do this and how do you do that? Well, I decided mm-hmm. to get off the radio because, first mm. of all, like, I was on there, you know, a long time before other people were on there. I, I, so I, I had already did let's, time. Let's, There's let's plenty of archives. This sister was first. I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but Abundance was first. There's a lot of shows, but she was first. So just, I just wanted to get that out there. So go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank you. So... Uh, oftentimes, and like I said, everybody seems to have a blog talk radio now, and, and that's cool, but it's like a lot of the same, you know, uh, people are being recycled. So I decided to close that door so that another one may open for television mm-hmm. for myself or a radio station that will give me a broader audience, uh, more say, more ownership, things like that. Um so I decided to close that door and to stay focused on Drop Squad Kitchen, which gives me the bread so that I could fund the other things that I wanted to do. I am extremely busy. I've been getting more exposure. With the um, more exposure became came more finance. With more finance means I had to be more responsible and more organized. 
And now we have Drop Squad Kitchen number two opening up in Philadelphia. We've partnered with Black and Nobel so that we will be a bookstore and vegan internet cafe. We will duplicate that in one year and open one up in Atlanta. Then we plan on going to California and keep doing the same thing. But meanwhile, other things have to continue to flow. Recipe books still have to come out. Church seasoning and all of that still has to get done and put on the market. Butterfly skin, tooth, you know, the tooth powder. All these things that y'all have seen little bits of me doing, those things need to be realized, but realized on a on a higher level so that we can get mainstream commercial distribution, manufacturing, and we can market these things ourselves. So all these things that appear to be ideals that I talked about on my radio show now are actually becoming the truth. Like I'm Minister Inky and I were talking about the the other day on the way home. He was just like, You're one of the few people who come up with an idea, but then like two minutes later you see it happening. So that's what yep, I'm trying to yep. do. I'm trying to make everything that I talked about happen. And the way that I could fund those things is via Drop Squad Kitchen. That will bring the money in so that I can fund my own nonprofit instead of begging in some foreign neighborhood or for some foreign corporation to give me finance so they could dictate my programming. So now we can do church seasoning because we've hired brothers that have felonies and that have not graduated and sisters as well that don't have degrees that really want to work, have great work ethic because that was the same for me, felony, no degree. But I really wanted to work, but people can't see past that, so they didn't want to hire me, so I got to do my own thing. Well, I found some other people that can do that through the nonprofit. So now we have our own distribution for church seasoning with Moore's Eastside Farm. We're growing all of our own moringa, all of our own kale, so we're growing all our own food. It's fun, you know, uh, we have the people running everything. We've got the Order Mother Earth acting as the administrative and and, um, agency where, you know, we can – they can do all the paperwork and everything so people can get hired. So, like I said, all that took time. I had to get off that radio show. I had to get off of Facebook yeah. and stop talking about it and be about it. Wow. And and that's real because everybody's like, where's the buttons? We don't see her no more. Well, she just gave you the information to let you know why you haven't seen her. And that's powerful. Now, the only thing that you know, I, I got the I got the stank face right now, and I know it's probably coming, but, we got to get Ohio or Chicago on the list. You know what I'm saying? I heard Cali and, 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 and all these other places, but let me know what I can do to assist and get Chicago or Ohio on the Drop Squad Kitchen list for the near future. You know what I'm saying? Well, Ohio and, Cal and, um, and Chicago are not on the list yet because gotcha. people have okay. offered to franchise. That's a whole different market, and we have done the franchise disclosure agreement. We're putting it on the record. I've already let some people in Chicago know that right now they can take Drop Squad Kitchen at twenty five thousand, pay me seventeen or pay seven percent for the next year. I will lock that in. But in the next two or three years, I'm changing that to one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I need like a lot more percentage over like wow. 25 years, that's going to change because Drop Squad Kitchen is a billion-dollar company. We plan on going Absolutely. you know, public within our own community. Number two reason is because Chicago is um, not necessarily a food desert as far as vegan cuisine gotcha, is concerned, yeah. and you've got um, great options for vegan soul food. Drop Squad Kitchen specializes in vegan soul food. Nobody's doing vegan soul food like me in Atlanta other than soul vegetarian. I got that. 
Nobody's doing vegan soul food like that in California, and damn sure nobody's doing that in Philadelphia. I got the market around here, so we need to go and and, gotcha. and make our brand, our foundation so strong that no matter where we go, like where you put a McDonald's, it's going to be successful. Right. By the time I hit Chicago, I need to not be renting out a venue. We need to make sure that we own the land and the building and whoever works that drop squad kitchen if it's not a franchise, their families are taken care of. That's what we're doing. So it's Black gotcha. and Nobel wherever I go and Drop Squad Kitchen. That's that's how we're rolling with it. Gotcha. Okay, so basically you just told me in a nice way to stop being selfish and let Drop Squad Kitchen get to these places where they don't have other choices. And and that and that makes total, total good sense to me, to be quite honest. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, because so, we're um, in the business to make money. If we've done the absolutely. if we've done the research in Chicago, it's like it's too much competition. And you've got people who yeah. have uh, who are stable up there, and they are known for vegan soul food. They are right. my competition. So when I set right. up set up on a, in a national platform, I need to be able to be like your macaroni and cheese don't got nothing on mine. You're, you know what I mean? Like I need right. to be able to establish that. And the reason why it's not just about taste; it's just because we're healthier. We're soy free. Mm. We're gluten free. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's where I'm looking at it from. I'm looking at this, this from the standpoint one, it tastes great because every time you have a restaurant, the food has to be on point. Two, she's got the kitchen chemistry, and I know a lot of these other restaurants don't have that. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna call names or do anything like that, but they don't have that. So I, I think that's why I was like, wow, we got to get this there. But they do have other options, even though it's not Drop Squad Kitchen per se. But right. that's what's up. I'm again. I'm just proud of you and, and, and happy to see the growth and the development because the things that we talked about on the road, those things are, are being manifested. You know what I'm saying? These things are coming to life. They're not just ideas and thoughts and dreams. They're actually being realized, and that to me shows just how dynamic of a woman that you are. That you're you're a woman of your word, and and, and we're seeing these things come to life. So that in itself is, is is powerful and encouraging all at the same time. So salute to you, sis. Big time. Thank you. In that regard. In that regard. So let's get into 40-Day Fruit Fast and Fruit Fast Radio. As I stated at the top, we're on day 40. I'm just day 40. We're on day 23 of the fast. Um, this year has been, uh, in my opinion, probably one of the better fasts just because of the growth and the development of the group. Um, a lot of times when it first started, you had to see Inky, myself, Abundance, Iris, doing a lot of coaching and doing a lot of, you know, assisting people with the fast. This year you hardly see us really saying anything. You have Right, other than, yeah, the, good job. Right. Great, looks great. Exactly. <laughs> right. You have the veterans that are taking the leadership and doing the work, you know what I'm saying, and, and helping the new people out. And that's, to me, the, 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 the best thing about the fast this year. That's why it's been so enjoyable. But the main question that I'm getting from a lot of the newer people, um, and, and I know you would be the, the perfect person to ask this question to, when it gets boring, when you're tired of just eating apples and mangoes and watermelons, what are some of the easiest things they can concoct in their kitchen to stay on the fast and to keep things afloat so it doesn't get as boring and monotonous or eating the same things over and over? First of all, they've created a whole negative atmosphere by saying something is boring. Mm. That's the state of mind. Like, yeah. if you say something is boring, then there's nowhere else to go other than it's boring. Like, 
Now you're you're being lazy because you want somebody else to do some type of work for you. And trust me, I understand what they're talking about. What what I'm saying is, first and foremost, you got to change your mind. My, you know, state of mind is everything. We know that. Y'all listen to Minister mm-hmm. Inky all the time, so you already know how powerful that mind is. You got to change your mind, and then the whole a whole world of options will open up. That is how I came into. Um, the uh, because the 40 day fruit fast really opened me up, and this is the truth. I didn't, I wasn't exposed to raw veganism in this way. Like I knew about it, it just sounded so foreign, and it sounded, it sounded like some European version of, of like some more European stuff that Black people were trying to get into, right? Right. But the 40 day fruit fast, uh, being on tour, like I said, studying with Minister Inky, had already learned stuff from Dr. Sabi, Dr. Africa, and all those types of people. It opened me up because I was forced to, um, I was forced to change my palate. I was forced to open up my repertoire as a so-called vegan chef. So with that being said, I went into it like the world is mine. Mm. And I changed my mind. And I was like, there is, if, if I can make anything vegan, I can make anything raw vegan. So that's what I want to tell people first is change your mind. Fruits and nuts can never be boring because they are the most bioavailable, most life-sustaining food, the most non-life-threatening food, the most non-violent food that we could eat. You know what I mean? So it's the best of the best of the best. The only thing boring would be your mind. Now once you get past that, you got to start figuring out, what is your palate? Like, what is it that you really want? So that's a psychological issue, too, because if you're craving something crunchy, you're craving something salty, you want something uh, creamy, you want something sweet, there are psychological issues that go along with that. So you gotta you got to sit down, you got to meditate, you got to use this fast to figure out what those things are. Why are you craving something with a crunch? Why do you need something salty? Why do you need a chip? Okay, once you get past all of that and you want to satisfy those types of things, then you got to start figuring out um, what are the tastes that you actually like. So if you know, like, you're somebody that just really loves pasta and you miss your spaghetti right now, then I suggest that you get a spiralizer. It's, it's something that every kitchen needs. Make sure you have a good blender, a high-speed blender. Invest in a Vitamix or a Blendtec, all right? Um, or if you can't do that, then get a Ninja. Make sure you have a nice set of knives. And I'm trying to think of anything else that is a necessity. And a food processor. I don't care if it's a small cuisine art, but something that can chop and not blend things to a pulp like a high-speed Vitamix. So with that being said, that spiralizer is great, or a mandolin or something like that is great because you can slice things very thin or you can slice them into noodles. If you slice uh, your those zucchini or squash or carrots into noodles, now you've got that texture that you're craving or that look. Now you have some pasta. You can always blend up some tomatoes, uh, some some sun-dried tomatoes, some red peppers, and make a soup or make a sauce. If you have those high-speed blenders, 90 seconds will give you something warm. You can add warm water to it. You can also take some um, warm water and blanch those noodles to take some of those crunch away so they'll even taste more like some pasta. Put your favorite sauce on it and keep it moving. Now you have spaghetti. You craving Chinese food, you could do the same thing. you got to know your vegetables you, and you got to know your fruit. For example, you could take parsnips. When you, um, when you take parsnips and chop them up real fine or put them in that food processor, now that's rice or that's couscous or that's quinoa. So, I mean... Also, Google is like one of my best friends. If you want to know how to make something raw, just Google raw 
whatever. That's what you do. Hello? Yeah, that's 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 powerful right there. And and some people may say, Well, you know what? The way this sister explained it made perfect good sense because a lot of times I was the same way when I did the the forty day proof fast for the first time. My palate had to just get changed because, you know, a lot of things that I love now, I hate it back then. I couldn't stand the taste of dates. And you know how me and you body dates when you were here in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't right. stand. Dates are crazy, I, though. Right. But that's what I I'm saying. It. Like, yeah. staples. No, I was going to say, yep. um, like, staples. And I have found that these things that I discovered by just playing around with the fruit and stuff like that, I perfected my cheesecake by the second 40-day fruit fast. I figured out how to make date syrup by the second Mm -hmm. uh, fruit fast. You know, and now I don't want agave syrup. I'm making my own syrup. And, you know, I'm not even making syrup anymore. I'm just throwing dates in the blender. You know what I mean? Because I don't need... I don't need all that extra sweetener. I don't even need maple syrup, which is not raw. I don't need agave when it's raw, it's mold, and when it's not, it has more uh, fructose than high fructose corn syrup. These are the things that you learn when you really take the fast very seriously. So if you want to make raw date syrup, it's very, it's very, very simple. It's, it's so simple. I take 10 dates. I take one and a quarter cup of some spring or alkaline water, and I take one and a half teaspoon of lemon juice. I put the dates in a small bowl. I cover it with warm water. I let it sit for 30 minutes. Once the dates have soaked, I drain the water. Then I add the dates, and then I add the water and the lemon juice to the container at a high sp- in a high-speed blender like the Vitamix, like I said. I blend it for no more than 60 seconds or until it's smooth. I put it in an airtight container. Boom, one and one third cup. Easy. Wow. Wow. Date syrup. The best, Date the syrup. best, most nat- right. It's the bomb. So that's a staple because now, guess what? You want to make it thicker now, you got some caramel. Listen, you want to make your own chocolate sauce for the people who want to do raw, get some raw cacao, add some raw coconut oil, blend that joint up, and now you got a chocolate sauce. You craving chocolate? What? Boom. There you go. Information. You can't get this information nowhere else. Well, the lines are jumping, man. People are now starting to tune in. Um, we got a couple hands raised. So let's go to the first caller from area code 646-348-646-348. Caller, state your name. You're on Fruit Fast Radio with Sister Abundance Child. Yes, this is Minister Inky. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go, caller from these ATOC Negro numbers, man. What's right, good, you know brother? what I'm saying? I do it with him, too. Man, listen, I lost my phone and got this phone, and um, I don't even know what the fuck happened. I done broke the screen on this shit already, so I can't even see what I... I'm here. Right, right. The show is is going down, though. I I mean, listen, the show didn't miss the beat, so the show is phenomenal so far. Absolutely, absolutely. But anything you want to add to what the sister was saying? I don't know how long you've been on, but... Well, go ahead, brother. Not at all. I'm in the I'm in the building. If anybody got any questions, I kind of want to soak up the info. I mean, it's going down. I don't want to break the rhythm. Okay. All right. Let me go to Sister Rhythm and let her get a question in. Sister Rhythm, she uh, started off the show for me, hosting until I got to my laptop. So I'm in my laptop now. So we uh, peace to Sister so, Rhythm, uh, peace to Sister, sister Rhythm, and peace to yourself, brother Morgan. Peace, peace, peace my brother. Sister Rizzo, go ahead, beloved, uh, with your question. 
peace. Uh, you really just put me on the spot because I thought that I was just doing the switchboard. I, I, I figured right. you was going to have me ask a question, though. <laughs> peace, Sister Abundance, and Minister Inky. Um, yeah. So glad to actually be on the show. I missed the last few shows, even though I have been doing the um, the Fruit Fast. Um, and I, I just... I came across a post uh, about fast food, <laughs> and I, I mean, one of the things for me, because uh, it's a little difficult for me to really do a whole lot of preparation, so food doesn't really, or fruit and nuts and vegetables don't really get boring to me, especially fruit, because there are so many different ones. It's just intriguing learning about it and then finding out how I can taste it. Um, and it's about opening up your mind and knowing about the type of food that you really are supposed to be eating. So this has been a great show so far. Um, and the post that I saw was talking about um, fast food. Okay. And to me... Fast food is fruit. I mean, it's the fastest food that you can actually have. All is ready-made. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's not like walking into a McDonald's and and having to stand there for at least 15 minutes to get it. I mean, I can go into my refrigerator and pull out a peach and eat it, and I'm good. I <laughs> think we have to, you know, get more in that mindset and... I love the recipes that you were given. Like, I really want you to um, speak more about the fruits, the different types of fruits that are out there that people can eat so they aren't so bored with just the regular, like, cantaloupe, honeydew melon, uh, strawberry things that come ready-made in the grocery store. You know, we have to do research and, and find these things. And, you know, I don't know, um, just because I, I love fruit so much. <laughs> and it's just too easy to me to go and get some and eat it, and I'm okay. And I, I completely understand the people that are not. Um, so if you can even give some more recipes, like, that that people can, just fruit recipes that people can use, Um and be satisfied right. and if feel like a meal. Well, everybody's probably heard of papaya. It's very important to get papaya organic because it's one of the top things that have the most pesticides in it. Papaya, papaya is pretty nasty to me. It's like, ugh, it's gross. I don't even get why people use it. However, papaya has a flesh that looks like salmon. And a lot of people, when they consider themselves to be healthy, they'll be like, oh, I don't eat any chicken, but, you know, I still eat fish. So we already know we've got the tuna recipe, the two-nut recipe out there, um, and often I can talk about that before the show ends, but I've made up a new recipe, which will be in my book called 40 Days and 40 Nights. It's not going to be out during this 40-day fruit fast because what I did is I made sure that I made a picture of, of something that I made every single day and put a recipe with it, and it will be an e-book that will be available. But this one is called Salmon, and it is a marinated salmon. And we took the stereotypical kelp and dulse seaweed that you could get from any grocery store, 
I'm, you know, from like any uh, health grocery store, and a lot of times, like at Whole Foods and Wegmans, they come in shakers like salt and pepper, and you would take some some lemon and just soak the papaya in that with those dulse and those kelp flakes. And you could take something like uh, the aminos, the, the liquid aminos, the raw ones that are made out of coconut, and soak that in there as well. You could take that date syrup I told you about, the agave, whatever sweetener you're using, or nothing, but basically you soak it in there with some good Himalayan salt and um, slice it like you would salmon, and it's going to taste like fish. Something that to make it even look crazy is put some raw, not toasted, nori at the bottom because you know how salmon has that skin. Put that on there and then put you some fresh uh, tomatoes and cucumbers on the side. For the people who are doing the greens, you could um, put some kale, you know, on the side, and that'll switch up the vibe as well. That'll, for the people who want, like, to sit down and eat a plate of food, but they, they're just tired of eating watermelon and cantaloupe and stuff like that, papaya has that flesh that feels like fish. It has that, that look, and when you soak it and you marinate it, and any of your herbs and stuff like that is going to taste great. Wow. wow. That's crazy because I'm not a big papaya person myself. I've never been a big papaya fan, but I got to I got to try that before this fast is over with. That's 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 dope. Nasty that's good information. To me. I'm like, why? Yeah, I I, I never liked it. Yeah. Let, let me just add one quick piece in and get out the way about this um about a little bit of the science on um people's taste and people getting bored with stuff and all this kind of thing. <clears throat> What we have to know is, see, and this is why it's very important that we support our own educational institutions because we have to get out this information. We've been lied to about everything, and everything we've been lied to, like these are not random lies. They're lies to set up infrastructures for other companies and businesses and monetize and all that comes at our peril or demise or to our disadvantage. And what do I mean by that? We were sold the story that the taste buds are fixed. The taste buds were so fixed that they could even make up a map of the tongue where um, sweet things are in the front, bitter things are on the side and sour things are in the, you know, and it's crazy. You know, anybody can dispel that whole tongue map baloney by just taking your finger, licking your pinky, dipping it in some sugar or salt, either one, and lightly tap it on the front of your tongue. Boop, you'll taste it right there. Do it again. Lightly tap it on the back of your tongue. You'll taste it there. Lightly tap it on the sides. You'll taste it there, and that'll show you that that's baloney. But what we do need to know is that our body is in a constant state of flux. It's always building. Your body's not solid in the way that we think it is. It's always building as the cells are changing, as your mind is changing, as the inputs that you give your body, the histones at the core of your DNA, it's changing. So what does that mean in terms of food? We create more taste buds for the things that we feed our body. Anything in your body you don't use atrophies. So at the point where we started eating just for taste and we left health out, we start loading up on sugary things. So as we load up on sugary sweet things, guess what? 
we get more taste buds for sugary sweet things. Mm -hmm. And if those sugary sweet things are synthetic sugary sweet things, then we're not even building up taste buds for original type of sugar. We're building up taste buds for synthetic sugar. So what does that mean? That means that I can get satisfaction from eating a pack of Nihilators that I will not get from a watermelon, even though the watermelon has more sugar and more healthier sugar that your body can process. It's just that we've been loaded up on the synthetic so long we have the taste buds for that. So, um, And it happens with everything. I'm just trying to make this example quick. So the point I'm making is, is we have to get to the point where our mind overrides our tongue until our body can catch up with our mind's blueprint of the type of construction we want going on in our body. So at, at a point, we're going to have to realize that we have 10, 20, 30, 40 years of creating taste buds, and your taste buds don't stop on your tongue. They go all the way down through your digestive tract, all the way down through your digestive tract. So we've got 20, 30, 40, 50 years, 60 years in some cases of creating taste buds for synthetic things that were not even in existence on Earth 100 years ago. Most of the things that we're eating now weren't even in existence when our bodies were created. So there's no way that your body can metabolize these things. They're new inventions. And we're creating taste receptors for them. So we have to begin to – I just want to stress that point. We have to get to the point where – we realize that we're eating for the body and it doesn't really matter what it tastes like um, to some degree. And that's why I break it down and say, all right, well, you know, 70%, 80% for the body, you know, 20, 30, 20, 30% for the taste. You know what I'm saying? So you can still work your nigga shit in, but you have to do it with a conscience so that you realize, listen, some of these things you're going to have to acquire a taste for. Raw vegan is not for somebody necessarily just coming out of, and when I say not for, I mean you're not going to have the taste. You're not going to be able to look at everything that's raw vegan and have the same craving as you would for the ratchet uh, things that you're trying to distance yourself from because you have the taste buds for them. And this is why I fell so in love with what's going on in the Drop Squad kitchen and promote it so heavy because I'm such a firm believer. That's the only place where you can find the combination of the two with the nutrients and still give you that old feel. Like she just um, elaborated on making salmon out of papaya. Like <laughs> that's not going to happen anywhere else. Like fish out of artichokes. Oh, like thank you. This, these are the things that happens in the Drop Squad. And that allows you the leeway to still work that little ratchet part, but also get the nutrients in. The and then as well, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we still got the nigga in there. So, and then we get to develop the taste buds for the newer things that we're right. trying to work into our body. And as we develop the new taste buds and we work on feeding them mostly, the old synthetic sugary pork Pepsi ones will atrophy and fade out. But that takes a little bit of time. And if we really go into a 40-day fruit fast, these are some of the dynamics of the fruit fast that's unspoken of, the unspoken of benefits. If you do the 40-day fruit fast correctly, when you come out of the 40-day fruit fast, you will have new taste buds that you didn't have when you started. That's why it's a system. Everybody should be on phase one, two, three, four, five, moving through the phases and incorporating correct diets. And while I'm on that, 
just 30 more seconds. Um, to the people calling me concerned with their sugar count, all of you people that are concerned with your sugar count, your sugar's out of balance, your body is off, you're not doing the fruit fast properly. This is why when you go through the phases, it shows you what you can have for breakfast, what you should have for lunch, what you should have for dinner, because you have to incorporate a certain amount of vegetables in. You have to make sure that your metabolism is being is able to metabolize the sugar. If you think just because it's a fruit fast, you could disregard the phases that we laid out, and you can just go berserk on any type of fruit you want, you're going to be in trouble. It doesn't work that way. Your body has to have a plan. You still have to have, you know, a balance. All of this is about ma'at. Health doesn't exist without ma'at. You need acids and alkaline. So it's a, it's a systematic plan to this. And if we go in this with our mind first and our health first, and we realize that, hey, it's a 40-day grind. Damn it. It's a 40-day grind. You know, it's not. We, we're not in this for the trend. We're not in this for camaraderie. We're not in this to make new friends on Facebook. We're in this to change our lives. And if we have to sacrifice a few days to add 10, 20, 30, 40 years onto our life, that's what this is about. So you got to get the science down packed so you realize, listen, you have created a monster in your body. It's not going to disappear overnight. It's going to take hard work and discipline. And you're going to have to be able to stick to it when it gets rough. And that's when it gets mm -hmm. rough, when you're tired of having that damn watermelon or the papaya, et cetera, et cetera. And, and if you're dealing with that, you're probably improperly practicing the fruit fast because you should be um, dealing with variety. You need color variation in your fruit to balance the sugar intake. You have eight essential sugars you need to get every day. Then you need a certain amount of greens and avocado so that you're making sure you're getting a certain, uh, the vitamin content, the mineral content. You need healthy oils and fats in your body to make sure that you can process the proteins that you're getting from the fruits and the vegetables because no protein can even be digested without a certain amount of healthy fats. So mm -hmm. all of those things have to be taken into consideration, um, when practicing the fast. That's why it's important to practice the fast um, as a group with coaches and follow the, uh, the blueprint. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to go to Sister Rhythm, but I got a question for Abundance before I go to Sister Rhythm. And this is a question. This question it reminds me of the first show we had when we interviewed Iris uh, Barry from Very Well Living, and she was talking about uh, specifically to the sisters doing a certain section in the show about some of the different things that can happen, you know, to the sisters, you know, doing this, this this particular fast as far as menstruation. I mean, she went over a lot of different things. What are some of the things that you can maybe share with the sisters that they can expect, uh, you know, throughout this fast because we're in the third week now um, that maybe a brother may not be experiencing because I know you guys' bodies is, is, is different than ours. So if you have any pointers you can share with the sisters because we know a lot of the sisters are the ones that's participating and the ones that's, you know, really, you know, taking the fast the most serious, to be quite honest, because I get calls and texts from, from, from mostly sisters on a daily basis. Well, everybody, all sisters are different, you know. So right. um, I have, I'm, I'm myself, I'm a woman, and I have two women children. And we're all experiencing the fast differently. Um, and I want to say this first, like, 
when you're fasting, it, you are detoxing as well. So it's got to come out somewhere. And it's, it comes out in different ways for different people. Um, my oldest uh, was fine, and then she started breaking out a lot. And she smelled horrible. Like, it was just nasty, mm. you know. Um, so she went through that, and, and I was just like, you know, you have to keep going through that. And um, I just advised her to make sure, you know, she doubled up on brushing her teeth, make sure she used deodorant. Now, we um, often don't have to use it, but we make our own deodorant, so I just told her to use that because it's mostly, you know, arrowroot powder and, um, like, aloe and stuff like that, so it wasn't harmful for her to wear. My other daughter got eczema real bad. And um, I noticed on, like, she had started getting her cycle. Her cycle, and she tried to hide it from me, but I noticed was very brown. So I knew that she was cleansing mm. because um, she, she'd be sneaking and eating a lot of dairy. And so all that had to come out. Um, mm. This is my uh, third week, and I noticed that my body, it, it, I haven't really experienced anything. I wasn't, like, the last two uh, fruit fasts, I lost weight a lot, you know. This time, I'm like, damn, I'm working out all the time, and I'm not even losing weight like that. Well, that's not happening. My water, I drink more water, but I did notice, like, I don't have any candida cleanse, and um, I felt itchy, you know what I mean, where I don't usually have yeast infections and stuff like that. So I noticed, for me, um, that was the change in me this time. And... um, and I only had like a half a bottle of Candida cleanse, and I was sharing that with, you know, my girls, but um, within like two days, I, w- I was good. Like, I, you need to have, like, everybody's body's different, but I must say this. If you can take some type of detox tea, if you could take some type of supplement like the Candida cleanse, um, it's going to be very useful. So, mm-hmm. um, because just everybody's different. Also, you... Um, just got to be mindful. Like, if you're not paying attention to your cycle before the fast, you need to pay attention to how your cycle is while you're on the fast so that when you get off and you start adding more things to your um, diet, back into your livity, I should say, you'll know when there's a change. Like, I know, um, like like I said, stuff had to come out. And I know with the sugar, you know, they, what they say, eating all the fruit and all that type of stuff, like, that um, it's real sugary and could cause stuff. For me, no, I knew stuff had to come out because I got, like, you know, yeasty, and I haven't had anything with grains or anything like that. Like, I've been very strict on my fast this time. Even when I was in New York, like, I didn't cheat. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't eat any of the cooked food or anything like that. But I did realize there was a difference, and when I came home, I doubled up on my candida cleanse, and I was fine. Mm, It's like it helped push the stuff out. Exactly, um, exactly. I know that's kind of just basic, but really, if sisters don't have um, a connection to what their body is already doing or you're not watching your children, you don't already know what their cycles are like or you don't know what your cycle is like, then like I said, it's really uh, at this point to be fine, to to fine-tune yourself, like to know – you know, what your discharge is like during all types of the month, to know what your smell is like, to know what it feels like, because when you're on a fast, you know, things are going to change. And um, if you're not taking, like I said, supplements, you're not up on your water, it could be a multitude of different things, because that stuff, all that oil that you've had by, you know, using processed foods, by cooking foods and oil, all of that has to come out. It's got to come somewhere. 
So, um, mm-hmm. like I said, for me, I didn't lose a lot of weight this time, but I cleansed in a different way. And I can mm-hmm. feel well, the difference. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. Let me add this on to that. Um, mm-hmm. that what, what she's saying right now, it could be almost the most crucial part to the fast. You really have to observe your body. I can't stress that enough. Everybody should be monitoring their urine, the color of their urine, the quantity of their urine, the frequency of their urine, the same thing for their feces. Um, you should be checking out your tongue in the morning, you know, your your the mucus, your mucus in the eye, like everything. And then women, obviously, sister, she just went in, but um, everything. And for men, you should be checking your, you know, you, you know, stuff too. My, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I got, I got my, my son in here. You know what I'm saying? So I, right. I can't go in too, too heavy. But as a matter of fact, he, he been dying to talk on the radio. Hi, everybody. Uh, Hi. How you doing? Peace, peace, brother. <laughs> peace. All right. I just, I just wanted to say hi. Hi. So good to hear from. Exactly. So. It's important, though, that we monitor our body thoroughly because if we don't, we won't recognize the small changes and we won't know how to grow with the fast and the changes. So that's that's crucial. And let and let me let me ask you this, Inky, because I remember you um you you talked about something um about how you know um you know you first let me say let me back up. People always say when you're making a, a bowel movement, the bowel movement should always be floating. Uh, and that pretty much is indicating and let let letting you know that you have enough fiber and you know your your poop shouldn't be sinking to the bottom. Well, for this for me for some reason this fast I've been going heavy on the fruit. I haven't been eating any vegetables really, but I've been going crazy on the fruit, which I know I'm getting a, a crazy amount of fiber because that's all I'm eating. Um, and that hasn't been happening to me, even though I've been defecating. I disagree with that philosophy. Yeah, I, I disagree with that because the, and that's why we got to really. Do the do the study and look at that stuff because there are multiple reasons why that can happen. So right. yes, it can float um, if it's loaded with fiber, but it can also be floating because it's loaded with with gas. Mucus. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Gas and mucus. Mucus. There's there's a lot of different things that will cause it to float. So we need to look at it, and we should be looking for color. We should be looking to see whether it sinks to the bottom, whether it flows to the top. We should be looking to see, um, more important than anything else, how well we're digesting our food. Mm-hmm. If you look into your feces and you see the food in the feces, in the toilet, look just like it did on your plate, that <laughs> is a problem. That is and crazy. that happens, yeah, that happens not just due to preservatives and artificial stuff. That happens because humans have singled themselves out on this planet as the only life form that will subsist, and I don't say live, I say subsist, on a diet that has no enzymes. That is where the majority of these illnesses are coming from. And then, um, you know, it spills over into other areas because you cannot break down food with no enzymes. So, see, the fruit fast is a way for your body to build those enzymes back up. 
when you eat meat, when you eat fat, just know that your salivary glands never, ever, ever even produce. Black people, their salivary glands do not make enzymes for fat and meat. So that's an indicator of what your diet should be. It only produces enzymes to break down fruits and veggies. So you have to know that. And your body is not supposed to be um, taxed by trying to produce digestive enzymes. Your food's supposed to come in with that. Natural carnivores, their food comes with natural enzymes because they eat the animals while they're still alive and they drink the blood and all that. Um, synthetic cannibals, cannibals that are not cannibals, but they think they're cannibals, they kill all the enzymes and then eat the meat. And then when you do that, what happens is your digestive tract has to drop below a 29 um, then uh, in NPH, then because pepsin, which is the main enzyme to break down meat, only functions in a super acidic condition. So when you flood your body with meat all day, you keep your body in a super acidic condition. But the flip side is also when you don't have digestive enzymes in the food that you're eating, your body pulls metabolic enzymes from the cells, glands, tissues in the body and converts them to digestive enzymes to break the food and stuff down. Problem with that is now you have cells, organs, tissues, and glands that don't have enzymes in them, so it's only a matter of time before other parts of the body start breaking down, protecting the gastrointestinal tract. Where is gunshots and all that? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm about to transcribe this joint. (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm I'm proud every time you do, but... (laughs) You know that, so that's the key. We got to make sure we're getting this stuff in, and and um, that is probably the only reason why I would suggest papaya to anybody because papaya is something that's yep. heavily loaded in enzymes, not heavily loaded in taste. I'm on the bandwagon. It's just I hate nasty. papaya. I gotta blend papaya up with like at least three or four other things to get papaya going. But it's a good natural um, uh, enzyme boost. You know, mix some papaya, some in, uh, some some pineapple, some, some lemon, some uh, some some uh, mangoes. That is a nice natural um, enzyme therapy. So that'll help make sure that we're breaking down the stuff that we eat. Because there's people calling me up like minister. I'm eating. You know, I'm seeing watermelon and kale in my duty. I'm like, whoa. All right. You've been eating out of cans and boxes too long. <laughs> your body is like, look, you break <laughs> this shit down on your own. I'm done. <laughs> right. So we just got to keep in mind all that stuff. So the fact that my is not flowing, I, I'm, I'm good. It's not, the, it's not the major. Nah, you good. Know, you good. You good. You I know good. I'm getting yeah. right on the fight. Yeah, I remember yeah. Minister yeah. Inky because, you know, I follow him. Um, he was talking about, <laughs> I remember in a lecture or something, he was talking about the floating stools, um, was like the sugar, lactose, fiber, like, you know, people yeah, eat a lot of that. beans and milk. I remember him saying specifically cabbage, apples, soda, and like, you know, and, and the sugar-free stuff, the, um, you know, that fake stuff. I remember that. So I never bought into the floating stool thing because I heard him say that. Yeah, yeah we got to just monitor it. Yep. Exactly. Color, texture, whether it's soft, whether it's diarrhea-ish, like, you really got to do it because there's 5,000 people on the fast right now. When it, it it would be irresponsible for any of us to be like, all right, you know what? Turnip greens is the way to go. Everybody eat turnip greens. 
right. may work for the majority of us, but some of us are going to have a bad reaction, whether we don't have the enzymes, whether we got parasites that don't particularly like that. Like the results of these things are all going to be unique and individual. So we have to monitor our body so that we know the right changes to make. And that's what the team is here for so we can help you when you run into a problem like, hey, I'm doing exactly what you guys said, but these are the results I'm getting. It's a guarantee when you approach it that way, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was my – the first time I had a food diet, I did the same thing. Or blah, 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 I had no, you know, magnesium deficiency, and I started taking the magnet, and now my, my feces is black. Like, what's going on, man? you like, just all of these questions, you know, we've encountered these things usually with our own experiences. So when you ask us the questions, we'll know what stage you're at because we know where we were at. Like, you hear the sister going, oh, well, the first time I lost weight, the second time I lost weight, but this time it's a little different you start to build up a deeper understanding of how your body works and not just bodies in general. And that's when we really get on our road to help. We really start to get that internal understanding of our chemistry. Absolutely. And let me go uh, to back to Sister Ribbon, then I'm going to go and take a couple callers before we shut it down. Uh, Sister Ribbon, go ahead. You had another question. Yeah. Um <clears throat> It's in regards to something that was said earlier, but I do want to add something in real quick. Um, both of you are, you know, 100% correct, uh, I, especially because I've done this so many times, um, you know, and I've never bought into the floating stool thing. And to me it's like, okay, well, it's floating because it's, it has everything in it that they want you to buy and eat, and they telling you that that's what's right. Because <laughs> that's how they usually do it. Um, and I monitor myself, and that's the key to it all. You have to know you, and you have to know about food. You have to understand the things that you need to receive from these particular things. So then the boredom really shouldn't never exist because you're learning so much all the time. And I think that's one of the goals in life, you know what I'm saying? You you learn something new every day. Um, and it is going to affect us all in a different way. I did a watermelon fast, like, for, um, well, the goal was 10 days. I don't know if I made it 10. I made it between, I think I've made it eight days. <laughs> But during the fast, um, <clears throat> uh, when in the in the toilet, it actually looked like watermelon, um, though it did not it didn't spread out. You know what I'm saying? It was, I think, how feces is supposed to look. It came out like it's supposed to look. It was still brown, but it still looked like watermelon. And to me. <laughs> That seemed like it, that wasn't the issue. So um, maybe it is after listening to what you just said. That hasn't happened to me again, like, as I continue to eat watermelon. But I'm eating other things as well. It wasn't a – I haven't done, like, a watermelon fast since then. Um, but, Inky, I wanted to ask you a question specifically because I was having this conversation with one of my students today. He calls himself a vegetarian, um, but he wouldn't eat the hummus and falafel that they had at this, I do this, like, summer art thing. So they provide food for everybody. 
I usually don't bring any, and they didn't, they've been having pizza, which is disgusting because I'm hungry when I get there. So as long as I have some water, you know, I'm cool. This time they have falafel, hummus, and they have salad, so I was cool because I got to eat the salad. He wouldn't eat none of the other stuff, and I was like, why not? Well, because I don't eat that. I don't know about that. Um, it looked like something that I don't want to eat. And I'm like, well, how can you call yourself a vegetarian if you aren't, like, trying to eat different types of food? Um, and I said, like, chicken. If you smell chicken, does it smell good to you? He said, yeah, but he doesn't eat chicken. I said, and when you actually taste the chicken, it doesn't taste like it smells. So those are two completely different things. I'm asking specifically to you, Minister Inky, like how does smell incorporate into, um, like, people's addictions to particular things? Because, like you said, it's not really about the taste when you eat it. Um, And I think smell has a lot to do sometimes with people make decisions. His call just dropped, so hopefully he can call back in. It's just oh, okay. I've just seen it. Yeah. So maybe a can jump on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there are um there are stimuli for taste and stimuli for smell because we know that we have basic sensations um as it relates to taste. We got sweet, we got sour, we got salty, we got bitter. And all of those things can be combined to make other uh, sensations. And then the taste receptors that we had, as he talked about, are taste buds. A lot of that is environmental. you got nature versus nurture. So in that case, that is a nurture type of thing because we have been targeted and we have been marketed and we have downloaded everything that they have put out before us. So in our brain... Something, when we smell that oil and that grease, it smells like chicken. It smells like barbecue. But obviously the chicken doesn't taste like that. What you're smelling is the, the whatever they seasoned it with. Mm. You know what I mean? So we've got over 10,000 taste buds, and they all, and each, um, each, each of those things, um, each of those taste buds are situated primarily around the bumps that we see on our tongue. And they contain several taste buds. Every single one of those bunks can contain, um, like, a taste bud. So we're dealing with, like, a universe. And, and I just want you to know that that universe is sent via different nerves to the thalamus. And ultimately those areas in the cortex, which is our brain. So that whole smell issue, that stimuli for smell are, are volatile, volatile, and they create... Um, a chemical substance that is like that is suspended in the air and it reacts with us. So um, that that's real. It's so real that I cannot. I have changed my menu at Drop Squad Kitchen. I was just like, I cannot take the smell of anything greasy. Like I've almost been like feeling like I've been pregnant and nauseous when I smell certain things. It is. It's, it's just. I just can't take it. I don't think. Brother and sister, that I will ever be able to go back to a mostly cooked food diet after this fruit fast. And I'm grateful for it because it's just too much on me. So, um, but anyway, 
that's all. It's just real that all the molecules that we smell in the air, the 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 molecules that make up the air, they stimulate those receptors that I was talking about, and um, those receptors are usually in the nasal passages. And those neurons from those receptors they bundle together to form a nerve, which travels to the bulb, which is at the base of our brain. So the theory of smell is real. It's not even. It's not. It's a fact. Like it's real. So that's why people say, you know, you can smell they fart, you can taste it, like that's real. Mm. Mm-hmm. And another thing is don't be so hard on that on that young man who was a vegetarian because there might be a reason why he does not want to eat hummus or does not like hummus. And I'm very particular about us pushing certain things on these children, like beans are not good for us. Hummus is made up of beans and garlic and lemon. Those three things mixed together are not like the greatest things for black people, period. So it would be better for him to just eat the salad. Right, but he wouldn't eat the salad either. And I was like, why not? He said it just looked like something that I didn't want to eat. So I went further to ask him, like, have you even had that before? He said no. And I said, so how do you know that you don't like it? I mean, because he's actually sitting there angry that there was nothing mm, for him to eat. Nothing for him to eat, right. Well, exactly. I so cater. I'm to make him, like, get over it or learn to expand your diet. One of the well, two. we know that adults on the 40-day fruit fast can't get over it, and they have right. issues. And so, therefore, <laughs> exactly. they are getting bored with stuff. So, what I'm saying, and I cater to um, a national chain of schools called the Goddard School, and when we did the tasting, I had to make things look good for the children to eat. Now, you know somebody put a salad there. Now, you eat salad, and it probably won't even bother you because of the way it looks because you know that it's good for you and, and your taste buds have developed. But for children, right. and especially for adults, if that potato salad ain't looking right, if those greens are looking too watery, if that chicken looks foggy, we are not eating it. Imagine children who have not developed the palate that we have developed, and you try to put some spring mix in front of them. They are not going to eat that, even though they might purport to be a vegetarian. So um, the way things look are very important. I think that is another reason why I went. I put those pictures out there. And that stuff might taste nasty, but y'all would never know because it looks so damn good. And I always tell people that my food tastes better than it looks, you know what I mean, because it really does. But, you know, just like the smell is important, it's our brain, everything manifests itself first in the psychological or the mental realm first. So if that child has not been exposed to a great vegetarian diet and the things don't look right, a lot of times people are vegetarian, they're still eating out of cans. They're still getting their lettuce in bags. They're still getting their key, their, their greens in bags. Some people don't even ever kill, you know, uh, clean no greens a day in their life, but they're vegetarians. You know what I'm saying? So um, the way things look and the way things are plated are very important. Then you got to deal with not only how it looks, how does it smell? And then once you get past that and you finally get somebody to eat it, now you got to deal with the various textures. Oh, you said this was a cheesesteak. I'm dealing with that right now. I don't want to do gluten anymore. I make my cheesesteaks out of that. I think we got the best cheesesteak in the world. But after this fruit pass, I was like, yo, I don't want to use seating like that no more. And I haven't perfected the gluten-free, so I started using hearts of palms. It's perfect, but it's so tedious to get the texture I mean, it tastes like a cheesesteak, but the texture was too soft. So 
You understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, imagine these children, and they're, you know, I'm just, I'm, and I know you're a teacher and all those types of things, and I commend you on that, but I'm just saying we got to consider all of those factors, especially with the children. I have to make these children's food look so standard American in order for them to eat it. And then I have to say stuff like, we have salad with a lemonade dressing. But I got to make the salad look pretty with, you know, tomatoes as eyes and the cucumber as the nose and the carrot sticks as the mouth, you know what I mean, to get them to want to eat it. And then on top of that, I got to make the dressing. Like I always got to put a ranch dressing, which is nothing but cucumbers and lemons, because, listen, y'all, cucumber. I mean, because, uh, I mean, cashews and lemons. Cashews plus lemons equals cheese. It could be a sweet cheese like a cake, or it could be a pungent cheese like for a ranch dressing, or it could be thick like a sour cream, but cashew plus lemon equals cheese. And by doing that, I'm able to, you know, give the, give the children something they're used to so they can dip their uh, celery sticks or their carrot sticks in some type of dressing. And they can eat a clear sauce, but it's nothing but lemons in that date syrup. But it's all about the presentation. It's all about the plate, even as adults. If we don't like the way it looks, we're not, most likely we're not going to want to eat it. And it might taste good, but because it looked crazy, we'll be like, mm. Mm-hmm. This, this guy that works for me made me some raw cookies, right? He gave me that cookie. I spit that shit out. I was like, it's nasty. And he was just, I said, what, why would you, I don't understand. Like, it, it tastes like dough. He said, those are bananas. I said, what if you didn't just tell me they was bananas? I was like, I taste. I said, yo, these are so good. Because I didn't wow. know that they were bananas, I thought it was some nasty raw dough. <laughs> mm. Once he told me they were bananas, it, my brain switched. I was like, wait, these are good. Wait, these are bananas? It was nothing but, like, bananas and dates and some walnuts, and he had shaped them and didn't even put them in dehydrate. Those things are scrumptious. I love when he makes those. But if somebody didn't tell you they were banana and you put that in your mouth, you would have thought it was some nasty dough, like cookie dough with, right, with nuts and raisins. Horrible. That's what right. I'm trying to say. Like, it's a shame, but we got to be educated that way. Um, people, when they get my raw apple, people always want to turn up their nose to the raw apple crisp, and they see people sitting there eating it because they're like, raw apple crisp? Like, what in the... And it, that looks you know, crazy people, good. Right. <laughs> That but if you didn't crazy. know it was raw apple crisp, it wouldn't look it wouldn't look tasty though. Think about if I put that picture out there and I said it was something else, right? But if you say raw right. apple crisp, you can think about it. You can think in your mind. But if I said that this was some meatloaf, some raw meatloaf, people would have been like, "Come on, about this. Like, come on, yo, that's not gonna work." <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. All right, it's ten oh five. We got about twenty minutes left. I don't know if Inky gonna make it back, but I'm gonna get a couple callers in here. Uh, caller last four digits four five one two. Oh no, hold on, that's that's my phone number. Uh, caller from nineteen forty five. Nineteen forty five. Yo, Fast Radio. You got any questions or concerns? Go right ahead. The floor is yours. Caller number ending in nineteen forty five five three five nineteen forty five. Okay, we'll go to the next caller. Caller nine one uh 
but um i have I now have more um self esteem as it relates to my personal brand and my products. They're good products, and I really stand Absolutely. by them, so I thank you in advance for your patience, and you know me, I'm a perfectionist, but I also like to do it big like in abundance, so I don't want to do no rinky dinky vending, getting stuff from my site. I need my packages looking just as good as Morton salt. You know what I mean? Exactly. I want my customer service better than Verizon. I'm serious with it, so I am building yeah. up a team, so I appreciate love your support i appreciate love the likes the comments the sharing and i really will appreciate any sister that is 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 on the type of time that i am and you know that you're on that type of uh, type of time and you are beyond revolutionary and you're a radical and you want to make that change to join me in the ranks of the order mother earth i'm putting out a call um to order very soon the directives are going to come out. Um, our fundraising program, our, our products, like the church seasoning, you can get rich just like me. So stay in tune, and that's how we're going to be able to, you know, we're going to be our own, um, we're our own company. But um, I need the mothers to help to continue doing what I do and do what you do, because I have the answers as far as home economics and cooking and stuff like that, but somebody else might have information as far as uh curriculums and uh sewing and nonprofit uh you know uh incorporation and distribution and marketing like I only have the answers as far as what I'm good at and that's that but I need other sisters that have the energy and the passion that I do to join me in order mother earth or in the watered down version which is the girl society so that we can get this party started Absolutely that's what's up well, I'm a, I'm 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 just trying to see if I'm gonna be in New York for the Evolution Conference in August. So, hopefully, if I do make it, which I should be able to, I get to see you then because I haven't seen you. Man, I think it was since Urban Kryptonite last year when we had the the, the premiere right, the panel. And, and, uh, right, Harlem. I will so, yeah. be at the Evolution Conference, but um, no, 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 I know, no, but no, right. what I'm saying, I'm coming to Delaware to eat. That's what oh, I'm saying. I'll be close. So I'll, I will oh, definitely, God. I will definitely drop by since it's, it's not All that right. far away. So. It's, it's definitely going to be worth the drive. So I'll definitely see you in, in August there. But thank you for all that you do for our people and our community, and uh, I will make sure we keep promoting you and pushing you whenever the cookbook is ready. Whenever you, anything is ready, just let me know, and we definitely go blast it and get the information out to the people because we have to support sisters like you who are, you know what I'm saying, at, on the front lines for us, fighting for us. So we appreciate, love, honor, and respect you, and wish you nothing but continued success. Oh, thank you very much. And all right, peace to you, sister. Peace, sis. All right. All right, that's Sister Abundance Child, y'all, give it up for. Uh, we're going to close out the show. We are 23 days in. Make sure y'all stay strong, stay motivated. Um, Brother Darren gave us great tips for our workouts. I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to the gym tonight, so I forced myself to wake up this morning and go to get it in. So make sure y'all get your workout in, even if it's something that's Simple as doing some push-ups, some sit-ups, um, you know, walking around your neighborhood, playing outside with your children. Don't forget to get your time in where you're screwing in, um, getting them shoes off, getting, getting, you know, at one with Mother Nature and the Earth and uh, screwing in for at least 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. Get your sunbathing in, especially my East Coast and Midwest family because, you know, we don't get that UVB year-round. Uh, we only get it from April to September. So make sure y'all are getting outside, sunbathing, getting that vitamin D. Um, and just make sure you guys stay hydrated. That's probably one of the most important things. Uh, Dick Gregory talks about that a lot. He said more people die from 
you know, um, being mal, um, from, from being dehydrated versus being malnourished. So more people are dying because their their bodies are just they're just thirsty and they don't realize it. Um, so you know, our bodies are seventy five percent water. So make sure you're drinking the proper amounts of water. That's why I love Dinky. You know, laying out the phases and the phases. You know, encourages you to drink. You know, certain amounts of water per day, so you stay can't stay hydrated. So hydrate, sunbathe, earth. And, and the more you stay out in the sun, the more you sunbathe, um, the sun feeds your body, and, and you won't even be as hungry. I've noticed the days I do a, a lot of sunbathing, I'm not even that hungry. I'll eat just to force myself to eat some, some watermelon or mangoes that particular day or something, but you won't even really have an appetite because that sun is feeding you so much that you don't even understand. So sunbathe, earth, or, or screw in, uh, stay hydrated, and stay motivated. Move around, get your workouts in. And I encourage others around you to to join us. It's never too late. Even if you did five days or two days, you know, get on the fast and, and, and join us because uh, it's better than not doing anything at all. So, Sister Rhythm, you have anything in closing, beloved? I keep putting my phone on mute, so it's, it's definitely a delay. Um, no, you good. I guess in closing, in closing is is a really good show. Um, and Sister Abundance is still here. Sis, I mean, you were incredible tonight with all of the great information that you gave. Um, Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, the listeners got a really good lesson on um, from the original question that you asked, Brother Insight, um, you know, about the, the whole boredom in, in eating food uh, because that shouldn't even exist. Just like Sister Bundy said, um, there's so much to learn about the different foods that we are supposed to be eating. Um, it could never be boring in my eyes, um, you know. And it's just it's, it's really great that so many more people are participating in the 40-day fruit fast or just in detoxing themselves from what they tell us we are supposed to eat. We need to learn the difference between the two. You know, there's so many. One of my coworkers is doing another type of fast, and she told me, like, when she goes home, she's like, oh, my God, there's so many commercials about food. She is going crazy. You know what I mean? But she is sticking to her guns, and that's what she needs to do. And seriously, like it's been said before, if you so-called fall off, um, just get back up and keep going. Because Absolutely. that's still better than continuing the fall off because you just keep going lower instead of rising. You know what I mean? We we have to Absolutely. control it. Like food is an addiction. We have to learn mm-hmm. to control it. Exactly. That's real, man. So this is Fruit Fast Radio Fruit Fast Radio three, Fruit Fast Radio four will be back next Tuesday. So make sure y'all tuned in. Um, insightful hour back this Sunday. We got Brother Noble and Poole, who's going to be in the building. He's going to be here in Columbus doing a presentation. Seven Eleven, the day Christopher Columbus died. It's going to be a powerful presentation. He's going to give us a sneak peek into his presentation on the show this coming Sunday from six to eight. Him and his um, brother from our hometown, uh, from Chicago, Minister Jew, are going to be on with us this Sunday. So that's going to be a powerful, powerful show. So make sure y'all stay tuned and check that out. Um, again, uh, Minister Inky is going to be in Detroit um, with Sister Jazz Thompson and the Detroit family, the Detroit chapter. 
um, on um, July 4th and 5th at Performance Gym. It's a brand-new uh, gym opened up by a young brother in Detroit who subscribes to the 40-Day Food Fast and the lifestyle that we promote. And uh, he's going to be world premiering, not world premiering, but the grand opening of his gym is going to be two back-to-back lectures with Minister Inky at the gymnasium, uh, at the workout gym, so people can be working out, come in, and they're going to have food and vendors there. Uh, so it's going to be a great, great time. I wish I could get to Detroit, but I won't be able to make it. And then that following weekend, Minister Inky will be with us in Chicago at B-Gab's Goodies right there in Chicago in High Park on 57th to close out the 40-Day Fruit Fast for a two-day lecture and workshop July 11th and 12th. Um, make sure you get your tickets. This Saturday is the last day to get your tickets for the discounted price. You get um, a lecture and workshop on Saturday and dinner, and then you get a lecture and workshop on Sunday and lunch, and it's all raw um, food, uh, organic. Um, you're going to have a, a, a full list of things that BGAB is going to have on the menu. You'll have a an uh, 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 appetizer, dessert, and a, an entree, and it's going to be all raw. It's going to be $70 for both days. So you can't beat that. A full two-day workshop and two meals, dinner and lunch, for $70. If you don't get it before Saturday, uh, after Saturday, the price goes up to $80. So you're basically going to be paying $40 per day. So make sure you guys um, call. If you're you know coming from the Chicago area, you're in the burbs and you can't go to B-Gabs, call B-Gabs, give them your information, hold your spot, uh, and, and, and pay for it that way over the phone. Or if you're in Chicago, and you can go by there and just drive by there and get your tickets, get your name down, and pay for it that way. But definitely do it um, before Saturday to save yourself $10. So it has been a great, great show tonight again with Minister Inky as well as our special guest, Sister Abundance Child, here on Food Fast Radio. I will see you all next Tuesday. And um, this is our official 40-Day Food Fast theme song now, and this is called War by our very own Sister Rhythm. Peace and blessings, y'all. See you all next week. And we must see that everywhere is war. Motivate, observe, indicate, elevate. It's time to cultivate your mind space. Move, motivate, observe, indicate, elevate. It's time to cultivate your mind space. Move, motivate, observe, indicate, elevate. It's time to cultivate your mind space. Clean your colon crust, better do what's necessary for the enlarged and bust. Bang.